Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, episode 110. I'm Nick Cole. I'm Single White Medusa. And we're back on a Thursday afternoon after uh, getting a bunch of stuff done tomorrow, giving everybody a chance to digest the first of the two podcasts this week. Uh, The comments seem to be cooking. People seem to be fired up on all cylinders. Uh, We went out and had some sushi for lunch that was very enjoyable in our introverted sushi bar where no one goes. And then, lo and behold, what happened? Other people people, came there. Other people showed up. (laughs) So we were a good luck. Wherever we go, other people show up. And then we're like, ah. We went to the movies, like, I think it was, what, Sunday? And then, like, we go to this one movie theater because no one goes there. Exactly. And guess what? Everyone went there. Everyone was there that day. Yeah. Sorry for the noise. That was me. <laughs> the podcast is ruined. I know. Um, yeah. So uh, we actually <laughs> did not even go. We were like, let's come back another day. <laughs> yeah. So we went back last night. Wait, was it last night? Night before. Night before last. And we saw House of Gucci. Pacino's big. Pacino big. He's like famous. No, he's fat now. <laughs> Pacino fat. But I talked to my actor friend in Hollywood and he said, well, he's 80. And I'm like, yeah, no excuse. <laughs> you can't get fat when you're an actor. I feel like some people get smaller when they're get about that age. You know, they kind of like, you know what I mean? They get, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Apparently smaller, Pacino so. likes the pasta. <laughs> yeah. I love pasta too, but what I've noticed with pasta now is, uh, it makes me feel shaky afterwards or like, mm. the, like it doesn't, it doesn't satisfy me like it used to because I've moved mostly, I think to sort of like a vegetable and protein diet. Yeah. And now, like, pasta is such a carb overload, it actually kind of, like, makes me feel weird afterwards. Mm. But I still love it. That's probably good. It probably means you trained your body to not rely on, like, simple carbohydrates so much. So I think that's probably good. Yeah. My little bit of knowledge <laughs> that I do yeah. with health study. I went to the range yesterday and uh, worked on my uh, primary or secondary skills with my Glock. Did okay. Still some room for improvement, uh, but it's all kind of locking in and coming together. I think those skills are going to be needed uh, sooner than later if you go by our deep dives with uh, Miss Catherine Austin Fitz and sort of, uh, I think, I mean, I don't know. It seems like we're heading toward a conclusion on a lot of these fronts. I think it's interesting. One of the things we were going to talk about today is that <clears throat> there was a document dump from Pfizer yesterday. The one that they were ordered to do, yeah. They were so ordered they to, to do. And what was the stunning news out of that? That over 1,200 people died within the first month of the, I believe it was the vaccine trials, but if not in the first month of the actual vaccine being released. Yeah. Either way, that's a lot in one The month. main thing is we were told by Fauci that, 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 not even 99% that it was 100% safe and effective that no one died and then we saw Tiffany Dover die on camera and if you ha- you haven't died Tiffany just make an Instagram post like where you're actually in it not a not a fake one of your kids or you know like not all not all dumped on the same day and everything like that but like do I don't know like do here here would be a good one um there's probably a Christmas display in your hometown. So if you could just go to that Christmas display and say, hey, I'm Tiffany Dover. Everybody should get the vaccine. It's super safe. You know, yeah. and, and then and then we'll know. 
but even that could be deep fake. I was really just going to say it. that. But <laughs> but it would be a start, you know. It it'd be nice to but she don't she don't post anymore. She used to post a lot. She was a real Instagram girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly she got the vaccine and she just never posted again. I know. It's a mystery. Do you think like the vaccine improved her life so much? Like maybe See, that's what I, that's if I was working for the enemy. If I was working of the, for the deepest of states, what I would say is we need to steer into this and we need to show that Tiffany Dover is living her best life, that, that people who get the vaccine get superpowers. I would call it the Avengers campaign, which I do think that uh, a lot of the media and a lot of the things that we see, and I do think the Avengers movies were designed to get us ready for transhumanism. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, we get, you have to remember, this is my philosophy on science fiction and nerd entertainment, which was the classic, you know, sort of like every, like nerddom got cool later in like mid nineties and on and everything like that. <clears throat> Slacker culture, things like that. But when I was a kid, if you read comic books or you played D&D, you were not cool. Right. And science fiction movies were not cool. Back to the Future captures it with, with Marty McFly's dad. He's a dork. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he reads science fiction. But I said about the time that I got canceled or they attempted to cancel me at HarperCollins, I got fired for um, daring to write about, you know, uh, an AI looking at the modern genocide of a abortion and saying, that's not cool. That's that's pretty evil. And um, they, I, I realized at that point that science fiction had become um, a captured sort of medium for the weird left and the globalists to sort of download, not sort of, to actually download their theories onto humanity. So that's how you saw science fiction getting so woke. Like you saw science fiction move from hard SF and fun SF and, you know, a lot of the pulp SF, those kinds of things. Uh, really, by 2011, 2012, it really just moved into monster porn, and sort of witches and demons were now science. So they were they were always good witches or good demons or good vampires, and you know, or fall, good fallen angels, like all the evil things, but they were good. And and then it was just sort of this romance erotic. It had nothing to do with science fiction or fantasy or anything like that. So <clears throat> I do believe that the Avengers was very much endorsed you could say and the deals were arranged between disney and marvel and as many players as possible to sort of produce this thing to show us what our new gods are you know these avengers and i've i've listened to people like talk about the avengers movies like like they're biblical scholars you know and they'll go through oh this is why you know hawkeye loves you know scarlett johansson and Thor so sad and Mjolnir, you know, they can, they can, they can give you the big, long eschatological discourse, you know, on the, the apologetics of Thor's hammer, you know, (laughs) but they don't know anything about, you know, like what happens when you die, but they believe in all this fantasy made up shit. So excuse my language, mom. So, uh, I do believe it was the, I see now with the vaccine, I think you see it too, right? Yeah. No, for sure. And yeah, just all their transhumanist stuff. Yeah, is... the, the, you can see like, oh, look at these Avengers, like they have superpowers. If they would have, instead of, I don't I don't know why they, they missed this maneuver. Why didn't you make it seem like the vaccine was going to upgrade you? I'm not saying superpowers, but you could have steered in on that 2.0. But instead, 
this weird sort of compulsory you will do it now false industrial revolution you know all these kinds of things why didn't you why didn't you give tiffany dover superpowers i mean why here here's what i would have done i would have hired fat tiffany dover to get it i would have put tiffany dover in like an eddie murphy fat suit from the chubs or whatever that movie was and then she gets it, and she's like, I'm getting the vaccine because I'm fat. And, and then a month later, I would have had her come out, and the fat suit's off. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I lost so much weight because of the vaccine. And everybody would have been like, you, you, like, even if the vaccine was killing people, but they lost weight and could eat whatever they want, they would have lined up for the vaccine. Yeah. I... See? See, deep state, global people, you hire, like, like, and that's something that Catherine Austin Fitz talks about, like, it's weird. Everybody on their side is high IQ, but because of the bubble, they become dumb. Mm-hmm. You should really hire people like me because we think outside the box. And I could I could have sold sand Eskimos. Yeah. Actually, it's iced Eskimos. Sand <laughs> Arabs. Yeah. I think, if I had to guess, I think they did not push that angle of it. The like, oh, you'll be upgraded. Because that would entail them having to admit that it does uh, change your DNA. And they knew that would freak too many people out, right? Right. Well, the article just came out from Forbes. The Dan Bongino was right again. Uh, this didn't happen, but it's great that it did happen. Mm-hmm. And I think my buddy Coop Lepresto pointed it out, how he was called a conspiracy theorist for a year for yeah. pointing out what Forbes admitted to yesterday, which was, yes, the vaccine does change your DNA just a little bit. And when they say just a little bit, it's like when you catch someone cheating on you and they said, it is just one time. Well, no, it was probably about 400 times. Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, it it always starts with the little lie. But given time, you're going to find out your you you are no longer biologically human. Yeah, that's the weird part. Would that I mean, like, would you say. That would be the case for people that just got the two-dose one? Or would you say that would be more after you get a bunch of boosters? I know what you want to hear. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to go with, I think that you should prepare for the worst case scenario. You have a family member that has, has uh, decided to vax. A while ago, yeah. And it's, it's, it's been a while. It's, uh, it's messing with your head on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very stressful, you know, because we do all this study. I see all of the dangerous scary stuff about it and I always think of that person every time and like ah (laughs) you know yeah it's really scary I think you should prepare for the worst I think uh I think that it's not necessarily the spike proteins in the vaccine that are going to be your biggest harm it's that your code's been rewritten and your body is now going to do the things that they've already pre-programmed and yeah, it's probably going to respond to outside stimulus, meaning signals or energy fields or whatever they want to do. Um, would I have said that a year ago? No, I wouldn't have said it a year ago. Saying it now, do I sound crazy? Yeah, I totally sound crazy. Um, but the more that I've kind of looked at things and gone down the rabbit hole and heard some pretty credible things, it's more of like, well... These things are all insane, so the really insane stuff has to be considered. So that's one that would be one waiting factor in why I would say these things are possible. The second reason that I would say these things are possible is if you were going to be 
a technological feudocracy, which I think is what we're, we're headed towards, which is basically a world divided up into 10 regions under 10 functions. Um, and where am I getting that number from? You could say the Bible, but I would actually point to Prince Charles' most recent speech in which he talks about dividing everything up into 10. We're going to talk, We I don't think we put that in the show notes, but I would like to mention that really odd thing. Yeah. That he said. Um, so anyways, uh, if you were the technological feudocrats, I think that's the new name I'm using this week as we kind of lock in on what's happening. Um, wouldn't you do it? Wouldn't, wouldn't you make it so that you had a, an operating system to hack? I mean, isn't that kind of their thing? As someone has pointed out, didn't Bill Gates invent the world's operating system and he did not he ripped it off and then go ahead and invent a bunch of viruses and then invent invent and i really mean produce because he didn't invent anything um he he produced uh, the operating system that 90 percent of the world uses then he produced the viruses that were infecting that operating system that's something that people say and then, lo and behold, he started selling you the antivirus software to protect you from those viruses. Sounds a lot like, hey, I released a, a wild virus that was developed in a lab in Wuhan, China, and now you need to pay me for the vaccine. I mean, like, it's really weird stuff, but when you look at the Gates family, when you look at their ties to the Rockefellers and the globalists and stuff like that, yeah, this is the kind of stuff they do. And I have to say that if, you know... Transhuman stuff has been talked about for a long time, and it's been seriously talked about. You can go back to a 2011 article in which they say, you know, uh, 2045, the year man becomes immortal, uh, that kind of stuff. I think that was like Time magazine. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they, they, they've been wanting to shed the biological. And so I think what they're doing now is they're, they're, they may like interimly be saying like, let's get rid, you know, like, let hey, we're going to, you're, you're going to become humanity proto-humanity, new humanity. But that's going to be really inconvenient. And what you really want to do is become uh, carbon-based humanity, you know? And so, I mean, that sounds insane, and I don't actually think it's possible, but I think the great delusion that they're going to sell everybody is you'll be able to download your consciousness into a meta, which we're being prepped for now with Facebook, and you will be alive. You will have a totally active life. And no, you'll be instantly dead. It's like you know, the transporters on Star Trek, they didn't, they didn't transport Kirk. They just made a new Kirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so Kirk died in season one. <laughs> you just saw the 48th Kirk. Yeah. You know, so, um, those are the things that we have to consider. Um, let's touch base on what that weird thing that Prince Charles said. So Prince Charles gets up and gives a speech at COP26, you know, basically assuming the, you know, uh, I think that he feel. I think he feels he's king now. I do suspect something has gone on in the palace because there's been a lot of stuff going on with the queen in which they're saying she's no longer available to talk to anybody. She's gone into decline, blah, blah, blah. But she still hasn't abdicated. So I would just chalk that up to let's put that on the I think weird things are developing there with, you know, perpetually sad dude Prince Charles who feels like he has his moment. Now, it turns out that Prince Charles is best friends with... Klaus Schwab, that's right. Klaus Schwab, yeah. yeah. And so he says, 
at COP26, he says, it's time to um, everybody get on board and all corporate entities and all government ent- entities. And this is the part that's really weird. He's not mentioning Klaus Schwab specifically, but he says it's time to give him all the trillions that we can so that he can take us to the next level. And that him is very interesting. I don't you didn't find the exact quote, but I could try, you know, um, if not, we'll post it in the comments, which we always say we'll do. But it's really interesting. He does. He does use this pronoun and he says to give him not, you know, to give us the chance or we the global, you know, elite and all that kind of stuff. He says specifically to indicate he seems to specifically indicate someone by the usage of the pronoun he him um, that we have to give trillions of dollars worth of help to to make it happen. This him he is unknown uh, unknown to the rest of us. But I guess I'll bet you a sack full of gold nickels that that when he said him, he in the in the room, everybody knew exactly who he was talking about. Is it Klaus Schwab? I don't think so. I think I think Klaus Schwab's maybe a puppet. Um, is it outright the devil? No, I don't think it's outright the devil, but I, I think it will be someday. Um, I, I do think that there is a global leader about to emerge. Now, if you're asking me who my money is bet on, I think it's on Barack Obama, to tell you the truth. But I, I think that he is more being put up as a global leader, as a front man. But I think they'll be surprised when he actually takes control and actually does become the world leader. He, he's a cagey player, and it'll, it'll be interesting. But I could definitely see the global elite saying, OK, it's time to have sort of a front man for the whole thing. Obama, you know, smells nice, looks nice. Everybody likes him, so they say. And uh, all the right people hate him, which is the people that we want to get rid of. So that's perfect. So I do. I don't think it's Schwab. Schwab's too creepy. Um, I I definitely think you're seeing Obama being moved forward. But I think they're going to get a lot more than they bargained for with Obama. I think he will flip the tables on them. Um, So Pfizer comes out and says thousands died. Yeah, in the first month. And so the point, and these documents that they're ordered to release, like thousands and thousands of pages, and I guess the judge said, well, you at least have to do 500 pages a month or something. So this was the first ones of those. But um, I think that all the documents were, like for them to show the documents that led up to them deciding that this vaccine was safe. And so <laughs> the point is like, so you knew that it killed that many people in the first month, yet you went on with it. Like, clearly you knew. Clearly you knew yeah. it was killing a lot of people. Yeah. Like, that's already yeah. evident. The airplane kept crashing, but you kept selling tickets to get on that aircraft. Mm-hmm. That that makes no sense. And then you go to yesterday, who do you have? You have Fauci and Obama, who's not the president of the United States, but everybody knows that he is, out there at a school vaccinating children. You know, and and definitely being at the front of this. So anybody who thinks that this is like Obama's first year after he left the presidency, which it's reported that he just sat inside and smoked weed and played virtual golf all day long. He does seem to have um, gotten his act together or maybe that was sort of some downtime. But he's involved in a lot of stuff. The Kamala meeting was strange three, maybe a month ago. 
two months ago, Kamala flies out to Palm Springs to his love shack, um, and the press isn't allowed to follow, and no one knows, and she stays the night. Do I think they were having an affair? No, because I think he's gay. Um, but do I think she was getting a good talking to about what needed to happen next? And I would have told you at that time, I think Kamala was being prepped to usurp Joe. I do think that Kamala tried to pull a coup in August because there was definitely a photo where she looked like she just dropped her hot dog and there was no getting it off the, the, uh, that could be taken a lot of ways with her. Um, <laughs> you know, like you're outside of Costco and you dropped your, your hot dog in, in, in the ground and you're just like, nah, I'm not going to pick that up. Only a true animal would pick a hot dog up off the ground at Costco and eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like to waste stuff, but I wouldn't even think of doing yeah. that. <laughs> so she yeah. had that look on her face, but then she had the meeting with Obama, and I was like, okay, I know that there's there's two camps going on here. There's the Clinton camp, and there's the Obama camp. And I'm, and I'm wondering if Obama is trying to sort of dislodge Joe. It is, it is also reported all further that Obama did go to, uh, I think it was like a White House doctor, and and basically say, hey, this guy's not competent. That was like a recent thing. That got no coverage. So that kind of led me to believe that, you know, that, that there's a Biden camp, and they're playing for China. There's a Clinton camp, and something's going on there. And, you know, Obama is more or less in charge, and he's trying to manipulate things. And I think he was trying to play for, for Kamala. But now it seems like Kamala's staff is abandoning in mass. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's that. So either, either it's this sort of like, you know, sensationalism, all the conservative pundits saying, Oh, she's on the ropes or the staff knows she's about to go somewhere where they're not going. That could be the presidency. They're like the whole, like there's a rift between them. That could, that could be bullshit. Um, I'd like to believe it. There's some people that like Jack Sobiak is a guy who has an insider at the White House and he says it's legit. So I found Jack Sobiak to be a guy who's who's generally right on. So he could be right. But at the same time, it could could not be. It could be a game. And she could be moving into the presidency. The new thing that I, I've begun to hear yesterday is uh, and the the thing that's been talked for about two weeks is that somehow they're going to get Kamala into the Supreme Court. So I don't know how that's going to happen because I don't think any justices are making any noises about retiring. But it's clear that Roberts is compromised Mm -hmm. and there are Epstein connections with Roberts. And then I've heard some other kind of spiritual stuff too that, that, you know, just from someone that we know that sort of, you know, prophesies and does things like that. She says there will be a problem with the justices. So... I don't know. Like they, they could, they could flip Roberts by saying, Hey, be a shame if everybody found out what you did on Epstein's jet. He goes out, Kamala goes in as chief justice. Cause that's how it works. The yeah. chief justice slot is the slot. It's not whoever's been around the longest. Right. So that would be, that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah. So you could have that. But yesterday was the new thing. Uh, the theory. Yeah. By Wayne Allen Root. Yeah. Um, who's awesome. We like him. But um, yeah, he had a really scary theory that for some reason we had not thought of. And yeah. we were like, oh my gosh. Along with the stuff that we were just talking about, his theory is Kamala's going there and Hillary, they'll put Hillary in to the, president, to the, the president. Yeah. As presidency. VP and then ultimately to presidency. Yeah. And I've actually heard that from other people. Oh, really? Oh, my And it gosh. does seem like she's doing that thing where she's doing more press. Yes. 
in more interviews. She's not mm-hmm. drinking box wine and tweeting. Right. She started to show up again and put on makeup and look like, you know, something's happening. So, man, it's That's just great. so weird out. It's so weird. I know. I did find the transcript, by the okay, way, yeah. to the Prince Charles, Say and that. I found that portion of it. Uh, we also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing lo- levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength. It says marsh, but I think it was marshal. To marshal the strength of the global private sector with trillions at his disposal far beyond global GDP and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world leaders. It offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. So how do we do it? Do you want me to keep going? No. Okay. No, I find it that no one talked about that. I found, find that, like, I get that the compromised, captured media wouldn't say anything. Because to me, that's pretty shocking. With right. trillions at his disposal beyond government. Remember, yeah. our governments are what we decide they are. You know, like, even in England, which is which is a monarchy... They still vote on their government and who's going to be in it. And so now what we're, be t- we're being told by this dipwad is that we need to have someone, and he refers to him as a him, he, and he seems to reference in the speech that he knows who he is, mm-hmm. that he needs to be beyond government, which really just, you know, which really translates to beyond your choice. Yeah. This is this is a global elite. So I get that MSNBC and Potato Woman aren't going to talk about it over at CNN. Totally get that. I get that most punchable face in the world, Jake Tapper, is not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I get all of that. What stuns me is that most of the so-called conservative media, and I don't even think Fox is conservative anymore, so I don't even say that. Maybe Tucker, but, and that's uh, Yeah, it. <laughs> Tucker. Tuck, tuck. But um, why is no one talking about this? It makes me think of like, all the people, all, you know, the Daily Wire crowd or whatever who are out there selling you their their next how to take back freedom in America, why they're not talking about that. Yeah. They talked about other things that Prince Charles said. But to me, that was the most shocking. Yeah. And I didn't find that out until last night. And I was like, okay, that's super weird. Yeah. And honestly, it was a pastor that pointed it out, right? To yeah. me, I think it was J.D. Farag, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it took a pastor to kind of notice who's who's speaking out yeah. about a lot of the current the guy that stuff I've said will will basically give you a waiver. Yeah, uh, if you want to try to go for a religious, it, it doesn't matter whether you believe or not. He'll he'll sign it and everything like that for you. And uh, so I just I just thought that was infinitely weird, and I wonder why no one's saying that. And it really makes me, you know, you we've got to. The left or the globalists, and I don't think it's left or right anymore, the globalists are so insidious that you really have to vet all your sources, even the people that are supposedly quote-unquote on your side, because I think looking at Catherine Austin Fitz and the things that she says, like, they've captured so many people, and if they feel, they'll just buy you out. And half the people I see out there on the internet pretending to sort of be a straight-talking guru... Like, I know they've got a price and and I know they've done some sketchy stuff. You can they'll, they'll practically admit it and claim Jesus in the same breath. So um, I don't know what to tell you, but, you know, really vet your sources and be willing, you know, don't trust, you know, I'm going to use a Kissinger phrase now that I'm a fan, but trust, but verify. And so 
I think those are all things worth considering, but I think that Prince Charles thing was the most shocking. Yeah, for sure. One other thing I wanted to say earlier when you were talking, like, I feel like I even sound crazy talking about these things. I think about um, uh, signals and stuff like that. Um, How did you phrase that exactly? But I just wanted to say, like, even if we're like someone is a very conservative on that kind of things uh, person, I would say we at least know, I think we could all admit that, like, the government definitely has secret stuff that they don't let everyone know about. And so just because it's not stuff that we know exists doesn't mean it doesn't. Well, I mean, I've had one encounter with an MKUltra person that that was interesting. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know they were. It's just what they described to me. I was like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Um, But, okay, well, let's just go back to the most recent incident that has suddenly been memory hold. What happened at that damn concert? I know. And what I what I was told was I was told so many stories that had nothing to do with the videos I saw. So that's the first warning flag. Like disinformation came out of nowhere and it came fast. Oh, there's a guy running around stabbing everybody like a ninja with a needle. He's just plunging that needle in perfectly and dosing everybody. It's very hard to plunge. You know, that's how it works. You break needles. And yes, there are multiple injectors, but you're not going to do that level of damage with that. But that was the first story to come out. Then the next story to come out was, oh, they rushed the gate and they were trampled. Nope, I saw those videos. Mm -hmm. And that was at noon. It was in broad daylight. People started dying at 8 and 9 o'clock at night. And there was no rush of the crowd. There was nothing. People started dropping dead. And suddenly, we don't talk about that story anymore because an SUV drove over a bunch of people at a Christmas parade. You know? Mm -hmm. Like... That's weird. It's as weird as the Vegas story. Yeah. So what do I think happened? I think a lot of people got vaxxed. I think they went to that concert, and I think there was some sound energy wave that might have been accidental. That they were just doing because of their light effects show, but they tapped into the system and fried a bunch of people. Yeah. Accidentally. Maybe. Could have been real. Yeah. Could have been a test. Hey, does the vaccine work? Let's see. Let's turn a bunch of them off. Yeah. I mean... Could it even be a slightly elevated effect of something that already happens to people once in a while anyway, which is what I mean. You know how you hear sometimes like, oh, if you're prone to epileptic seizures, don't watch this thing yeah. that has all these crazy flashing lights. So I'm just saying, could some, could that effect have been elevated in vaccinated people? Like for some reason, I think I so, know. but how did you make it all happen at the same moment? As I understood yeah. it, it happened all at once. Like... So much so that, and I've seen the video of people climbing up to the camera people and telling them people are dying and screaming and telling them to get this off the show. Like, it was so bad that people were seeing people die everywhere all at once. Yeah. And now we don't talk about that. There's no information about it. Nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like the the Las Vegas, I talked to this guy about the Las Vegas thing and and he, he was like, oh, nothing happened in Las Vegas because... The FBI told us nothing happened, yeah. and he was he was serious. I'm like, oh okay, you know. Okay, so they said. Oh, so the so the people who may be guilty, they told you they investigated nothing themselves, to see here, folks. and there was nothing to see here. Where 500 people got shot by a dude, you know, like dudes in Iraq and Afghanistan didn't even have that kill count. Wow. You know, so it's it's weird. It, it's when. 
it's the things that happen are weird. And what what makes it weirder is when you look at the information surrounding the thing, the disinformation, and then just the level of blind acceptance, which I think is the psychosis which is going on with doctors, a year of fear and paranoia and sort of being in this like mass casualty trauma situation ongoing and you're all going to die and then suddenly having the vaccine held out and thinking that things were going to be different and then seeing that people are having serious cardiac events it's no longer deniable seeing that people you know in the testing were going to die but it's like well this is the only way forward so you have to put your faith and say you know trust in your lord and savior vaccine but but lord and savior vaccine is killing me yes yes but if you're more faithful well like it's almost like a religious fervor you know like you know the suffering means it's working yeah and it's not it's not a religious thing i i I'm not saying that to mock religion or even the religion that I believe. And I think there, there, there's there's times when you do have to suffer and it does make you a better person. And, and you know, generally it makes you better person. Pain makes you a better person than pleasure. And I hate that. But it's the truth. Um, this is a vaccine. It's not a religion. It's not a moral. It's it was supposed to do things that we were told from the get go. Oh, you're not, you're going to be free. You're going to be free from this virus. You're not going to have to wear a mask or anything like that. And here we are now almost approaching a year later from when Tiffany Dover, which died, which I think was the 26th or 29th of December. And it's amazing the amount of diminishing returns and yet the unabated march towards you must have it. Doesn't work now unless you have three of them. Doesn't work now unless you have four of them. May kill you. Oh, we knew it was killing you. Oh, these side effects, blah, blah, blah. Oh, children have heart attacks. Children have strokes. Pro athletes with great cardiovascular systems drop dead on the field all the time. Keep taking the vaccine. It doesn't work. It it here Here's, a, here's how they can tell you that it does work with a straight face. Because it's not a vaccine. It's something to rewrite your DNA, and it is working exactly as intended. And they can look at you and go, oh, it's working. Yeah. Well, yeah, what do you mean by working? Well, we designed it to kill people and give them heart attacks and have children have heart attacks. And we can kill people at concerts, and we can track them, and we can do all, like, all these things that were considered conspiracy theories turn out to be true. There are these sort of photoreceptive chemicals called, oh, no, it's crazy, luciferians. Well, no. Luciferian. Yeah, that are yeah. that are in there. You know, people do glow in the dark when you look at it. The blood does grow. The blood does look dirty. Dirty. It is forming these structures. That magnetic thing phenomena that we were all told that's junk science. No, it really happens. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Uh, and, so, and we were told you're crazy. You're crazy that it modifies the DNA and turns out. Oh yeah, it does. But just a little. Hey, that doesn't happen. But isn't it great that it does? I mean, it's the biggest bait and switch con job in the entire world. And you have to turn around and look and go like, why do you have to con us to take something that's so great? Yeah. Why have you lied from day one? I don't know. Did I get rolling? I had coffee. <laughs> but I think the point is that a lot of us can see more and more. And even um, a few of the really awesome doctors who are like brilliant, you know, top doctors and scientists at the forefront of this that we get our information from, like a lot of them, even the conservative ones are starting to say, wow, it's really becoming clear that this whole thing with the vaccine passports and everything like that and the vaccine, that it's not about this, that it's not about curing COVID, you know, like that was the excuse, but clearly it's not working well, but yet they're pushing it. And so clearly 
that's not actually their goal. That's their pretend goal. But their goal is actually, there's some other reason that they want this for people. And it seems like, I mean, we've talked about it before. This is, probably. This is a fact. Global More ID, people have died of COVID since the vaccine mm-hmm. than people died of COVID before the vaccine. That is yeah. a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. I know. So I think it's it's to get that global digital ID and global digital currency, whatever. I might have not said those right. But you know what I mean? Like that, I think, is more of the goal. And this was their pretend way to get everyone on board. So it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Um, do we have time to read a little bit of that yeah. thing that you wanted to talk about? Okay. You want to give it a little preface? or? I No. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of one of our listeners sent this and goes, uh, I don't think you've talked about this on the show, but it really is worth uh, noting. And I, and I went through it. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I mean, this is a good topic to talk about. It is not a great thing, but it's something that I want to share with everybody. And that means great to me because there's so little actual information being shared. We're just being told how like racism is the greatest scourge ever and SUVs attack Christmas parades and you're all, uh, you know, here's another thing that's pissing me off. I went to the mall kind of like it's an outdoor thing to do some stuff and uh, not holiday shop. (laughs) And, um, but there was reward shopping because we reward ourselves when we work out. And so we each get a treat and, uh, Medusa's treat was a new pair of jeans. Um, and my treat was a new pair of running shoes by APL. And you guys check in when you're out with retail. Last year, I barely heard any holiday or Christmas songs, Christmas songs. And you don't hear any religious Christmas songs anymore. And so today at the mall, I didn't hear any. I heard two old Christmas songs, you know, that I've heard, but no religious Christmas songs anymore. And it's amazing with the left, like everything, they never miss a beat to destroy whatever we want and whatever we like. But the moment we try to take away something that they value, we're told that we're monsters and the United States needs to be dissolute, you know, dissolved. And the Congress, you know, the, 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 the Supreme Court needs to be packed. Like example, yesterday, the Supreme Court, like, and it was bad for them. Like it was a really bad look, especially with Sotomayor, just like the wise Latina just running her dumb shit mouth, her dumb shit diabetic mouth. Um, who, and she doesn't have any children either, you know? So you, what's that all about? So anyways, um, We do that and suddenly, you know, like it looks bad for them. And suddenly we're being told the United States needs to end. Blue states, blue states need to I think everything for them is like it's either our way or it's total war. And I guess what I'm trying to say in this podcast is maybe it's time for it to be total war for us. Because I don't think that this is getting any better. Like, I've, you know, I'm not going to beat that horse, but I don't think normal's ever coming back unless you take it back. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing that you found. Dear friend, I'm writing this letter to you today because, quite frankly, David Delighton cannot. You may remember David as the undercover journalist who spent 30 months investigating and capturing video evidence of Planned Parenthood's top leadership, medical directors, national program directors, even its senior director of medical services. Um... 
callously negotiating the harvesting and sale of aborted baby Yeah, I remember that parts. with with uh, Veritas. They they caught them in that. The Planned Parenthood's like, no, we we don't even do abortions in there. And it's like, yeah, you do. And then they're like, and and, and we would never sell baby parts. And then there they are in video, like selling baby parts, ha- drinking wine and laughing about it. Yeah. What a bunch. There really are monsters in life. For sure. And and now he's been charged with nine bogus felonies. And then they're asking for donations to his fund. Um, you see, after David released the shocking videos of the illegal and disgusting actions of abortion executives, Kamala Harris, then California's attorney general, colluded with Planned Parenthood to file felony charges against David. Soon to be Supreme Court Justice Kamala Harris, if the rumors and whatever's going on, yeah. Kamala Harris even ordered the California Department of Justice to raid David's home and confiscate his unpublished videos. Oh, wow. And that sounds familiar, like what the FBI just did to James O'Keefe with his unpublished article. Or Kyle Rittenhouse. Here's a video clearly exonerating Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, that video got lost. Mm -hmm. You know, or here's here's a video of Epstein dying in his cell. Oh, James Comey's daughter's James Comey's daughter, James Comey. Comey's daughter, James Comey's daughter, get all your plurals right there, writer boy, uh, deleted it twice. Accidentally. Accidentally twice. (laughs) If she is as dumb as she is ugly, I buy it. (laughs) So, um, I won't sugarcoat it. If not cleared of these charges, David faces steep fines and years in state penitentiary and the consequences of being a convicted felon. Well, but wait, but wait. I was told in, under Trump that democracy dies in darkness. Oh, but apparently when Kamala is involved, you can just like anybody reporting anything that you don't like basically goes to the black hole of Calcutta, gets lawfare to death. And like, I mean, this is banana republic shit. I know. And it's like, if they're going to treat us this way, why are we not treating that way? And in banana republics, you get your guns, you go out into the tree- streets and you start taking stuff back. That's what they do in Banana Republics. Not that we're advocating that. <laughs> in Banana Republics, they get sick of this shit, and they go take over stuff, and they take it back, and they make these tyrants afraid of them. That's what they do in Banana Republics, and that's how governments get flipped over and everything like that. That's what they do in Banana Republics because of this kind of insane nepotism and tyranny and just outright greed pig hole selfishness. Exactly. I don't even know what a greed pig hole is. But <laughs> but if there is such a thing in this life as a greed pig hole, I'm pretty sure there's one on Kamala Harris. The reality is, you couldn't be there when David entered the dark underbelly of the abortion industry, sitting across the table from abortionists, haggling over the price of baby body parts with cold-blooded clarity. Quote, I want a Lamborghini. I guess I'm assuming that was one of them said. That I remember, about, like, remember I want, yeah, like yeah, like like, really like name your price. No, go on a Lamborghini, and they were talking about, you know, oh, body parts. Yeah. But I've begun to think that's the body part organing. I mean, listening to Catherine Austin Fitz, the body organing harvesting thing is a lot more prevalent. Like here, here, I think we'll do something on this. And we'll talk about it. But here, here's something you should do. Um, take that organ donor thing off your card if you want to live. Take that off. Yeah, we need to do that. 
Um, you couldn't be there as David saw with his own eyes the preborn children who had been killed with great precision and delicacy to preserve their organs for maximum profit. You couldn't be there when the videos were released and Kamala Harris and Planned Parenthood conspired to crush David with trumped up legal charges and an armed raid on his home, which they seized laptops, hard drives, and recording equipment. And you couldn't be there with David. Our criminal defense team was there when he voluntarily appeared in both Texas and California for booking and processing, fingerprinted and photographed for a mugshot like a common criminal. And then... Um, I think that's enough of that. Okay. Well, well, we'll try to post the link in uh, the thing if you want to, you know, um, find out. I'm, I'm sure at the at the GoFundMe or whatever it is for his thing. I know like, there's the prob- Thomas More Society is... Yeah. is We'll find the link yeah. to be able to donate to this guy or get more information if you want. But that's just... Yeah, that, there's a link there. Yeah, that you can we'll post it. that link in there. But, like, that just goes to show you what's going on. That's why, perhaps, whether our side of the media is compromised or not, why they're afraid. Because people like Kamala Harris will engage in lawfare and throw you in the black hole Calcutta of Corcoran State Prison um, if you dare get in the way of their modern worship of Baal and Ashtara, which is abortion, which is monstrous, which is wrong. They're just little babies. They can't do anything. Why are you killing them? You know, like you're just opening up the door for you to be aborted. Like if, if abortion, like if abortion's cool and everything like that, well, why not abort you if you're going to kill little children? I mean, like any society would tell you killing little children is wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Darkness. Bear. Hey. That's the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow.